0: And we're back at the Bait and Switch Podcasts with my co-host, as always, Jim Martin.
1: Hello, everyone.
0: And tonight's guests are, as I've just been reminded, they are a pair of docs. They are professors, professors, associate professors.
2: We have doctorates in philosophy. The
0: first voice that you're hearing is Alexander Ng, Alex, and he is a professor of exercise physiology. Correct. And then Richard, you can say hi, Richard. Hello. That's Richard W. Markland, Jr., who will be referred to as Rich from now on. Both of these gentlemen are from Marquette University here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and he's with the Department of Mechanical Engineering.
1: Thank you for joining us. Thank you you for
0: inviting us. Of course. You're welcome. One thing I wanted to talk about, being professors, did you have role models growing up? I'm thinking Gilligan's Island, the professor. (laughs) Sure. Uh, Professor Plum, perhaps.
1: Is that the guy from Clue? From Clue. Yep. From Mm -hmm. the board game Clue, the
0: nutty professor, Professor Dumbledore. Alex, how about you?
2: Well, um, my early mentor would probably have to be my father, okay. who was um, getting his Ph.D., uh, University of California, Berkeley. I came along, so he decided he needed to get a job. Okay. And so <laughs> Before that, he didn't see the need for a job. Uh, no, not really, or at least not according to my mom. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and uh, so what did he get his degree in?
2: Well, he got his degree in biophysics. Believe it or not, his uh, first job was teaching biochemistry, which he knew nothing about. So he went the easy route. He and, went the easy route, yeah, right. Sure. Mm-hmm. And this was in Nebraska. <laughs> so a lot of people don't know that I oh. actually spent my early childhood in Omaha.
0: Okay. okay. Ah. The Oracle of Omaha. The Oracle of Omaha. That's what I thought they referred you as. Yeah. Did you run into the Oracle of Omaha? The actual Oracle of Omaha is Anybody? You don't know who this is? Oh, Warren, Buffett. Warren Buffett.
1: Yeah, Warren oh,
3: Buffett.
1: Oh, yes. Warren okay. Buffett, sure, yeah. yeah. absolutely.
3: And evidently, he lives in a modest house ah, in huh. Omaha. Yeah, and drives an a little car. And- yeah, like. and which is uh, very impressive. Yeah, for a one of the wealthiest people in the world to live, you know, very modestly. Yeah, I've heard that uh, Warren
1: Buffett has his wife sets out the exact same amount of money. Have you heard the story? so that he can go to McDonald's every day and get the exact same breakfast every day, whatever it is, a sausage, McMuffin, muffin, or whatever. Because it takes energy to make decisions and mm, to think right. about these things, how much money I'm going to need, all that. He just, boom, grabs it, goes on his way, and then he can focus his energy on the important things. That's, so, That's great. Yeah.
0: Richard, your early professor mentor?
3: <clears throat> I never had one. So in fact, in fact in I never really thought about being a professor until I was 32 years old. What were and you before that? Before that I was thinking about being a visual artist, an industrial designer, and which I had done for four years at IBM. Then I went to graduate school in engineering at the Ohio State University. <laughs> oh yes,
1: you gotta slide that in there. <laughs> well the
3: <laughs> you have to use the definite article. So and then my plan was to to get a master's and which took three years and I have to credit my wife because she really um she encouraged me much to do this. Okay. Oh, and to leave IBM back in nineteen eighty four Actually, 1985, when IBM was big and bountiful. And what happened is it was one of the smartest moves that I made. Hmm. Because up until that time, IBM had never laid off an employee. In the history of the company. And they bragged about it. Sure. You were <laughs> and, the first on <laughs> so the block. And so when I so, got so, a guy. <laughs> so let me so I was there, I worked as an industrial designer. I learned a lot, and I was there for four years, nineteen eighty-one to eighty-five. And when I left IBM in nineteen eighty-five and I announced I was leaving, people were shocked. Sure. People right. said, How can you How leave can you IBM? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, and it was just by luck that I did that because in 1990, IBM started laying off people, Mm -hmm. hemorrhaging people. And I would have been one of those in the early 90s. And it was just really fortuitous that I got out. Yeah. Nice. So
0: uh, one thing I wanted to talk about is generations. Now, every generation, they worry that the next generation... Is losing it is is losing their way and things are going to heck. I'm sure that the Stone Age people are worried about the Bronze Age kids, right? <laughs> you know, with all their crazy smelting oh, yeah. and stuff like sure. that. If we were to take away your technology, what age would you be in?
1: Where would you want to be? Or no,
0: where no. What, land, where where is, where is your you level of expertise? How could you oh, you, know, oh, could you fend for yourself? Oh, you know, like survive? Oh, iron, iron. Oh, I see. Iron age. Oh, oh, are
2: talking. Um, Swords, Brought swords. Yeah. Bows and arrows, uh, the whole bit. Do you Just think you it. can
0: construct these elements?
2: I could uh, construct a
0: ball. You can construct a yeah, bow. Definitely. And
2: I probably need someone to help me with the, uh, the arrows. Rich, Bronze Age, uh, what do you think?
3: I think it would be the late 1800s on the prairie. You'd be on the prairie? Oh, I would no. be on the prairie yeah. because I can, I'm can. i pretty good at carpentry and I can do a little bit of masonry. I'm very good with my hands. I can make things. And also, I, I know how to garden. And I could okay. probably grow enough for me and my family. I think it would be like late 1800s now, in the now, US. if I
2: were 18, late 1800s, though, I would be captain of a steamship because it'd be full on steampunk. <laughs> I mean, uh, none of this gardening stuff. We're talking <clears throat> steam power, uh, time travel, the whole time thing. travel.
0: Wow, yeah. Oh, holy God. What when age is that? H.U. 1880. That's
2: steampunk. Okay. I mean, we're talking parallel universe. All right. Our parallel universe. Hey, come on, universe. keep up, would you please? We're talking parallel universe
0: yeah. here. I think about like technology, like something as simple as glass. Imagine way back when somebody like a Steve <laughs> Jobs coming on stage and talking about his new technology. It's a wall that you can really. see through. Imagine how freaky glass was when they first developed it. Yeah. Can you make glass, Alex?
2: I cannot make glass. I, would, I, would I wouldn't actually, even know yeah. where to start. Where do you start? Straw? Oh, I'm so you go to, a, go to a beach, right? Get some sand. Yeah. And then after you finish um, forging your swords, I guess you throw <laughs> some in, make it hot enough, and see what happens.
3: The one thing <laughs> about glass, it's right. a liquid. It is always changing. And if you look at some of the old glass windows from houses that are over a hundred years old, mm-hmm. what you will see is, if you look at it from the side, is that the glass will sag and it's thicker on the bottom than the top. Yeah. It hmm. is a fluid.
1: Well, Chris, but, I think we've made a mistake here.
3: Why is that? <laughs> he's got to, he's got got to are, talking
1: way over my <laughs> talking Could you, Rich, could you make glass?
0: Could you, <laughs> you, could you do it? Uh,
3: <laughs> no, right now, but I can learn things pretty quickly. If someone were to show me how to do it, sure, I could I buy the equipment and I could do it. This is the confidence I'll, that allowed you to leave IBM, minimal. I, I grew up in a family of seven boys. But when my parents really, and I have tremendous love and respect for my parents, who are both living and they're 92 years old and they're living in St. Louis, they really taught us to be independent. And I, I'm not here bragging, but if there's something I really... Cannot figure, don't know how to do. I could learn it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I won't be very. I won't be an expert. Mm-hmm. There is that talk
0: about how today's generation, which I'm going to get into a bit, well, doesn't know how to do
3: basic things, right? Can't change a oil in a car. Laundry, but, but that's not their laundry, fault, correct? Because they were never taught that. Alex and I work with millennials
0: Actually, every you know, day. You know what? Oh, Actually, yeah. I was going to say this is bleeding into the topic, which I was going to get to. Every generation complains about the next generation, right? But what I want to hear from you two is not the negatives, but the positives. What of this generation of young people that they're doing better than we did? Where do you see that?
2: That's interesting because we just came off of a horrible couple days where we lost all our snow. So we've lost all the snow and there's a lot of uh, talk. Well, you can't escape it about uh, climate change, global warming, and I think that this will ultimately be, sol- be solved by the next generation that's coming up. If you look at what kids are getting into, they're all going into environmental science, environmental engineering, uh, something that has to do with sustainability, mm-hmm. and it's ingrained in them. Um, right. I-, I think that they're, they're going to um, solve our messes.
3: Rich. Uh... Well, it's really, and I wholeheartedly agree with Alex, it's really survival, survival for these people. Now, mm-hmm. so one of my friends who has a strong, uh, strong knowledge base in the environmental science says, you should not talk about the survival of the planet Earth. The uh, yeah, planet right. Earth is a rock. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The planet Earth right. will survive whether there are people on it or not. Correct. Mm-hmm. And so really, though, the key question is this are we going to sustain the earth so that it is hospitable for human life? Mm-hmm. If we don't do that, then we're going to have to do something else. Possibly, and my son, who's 23, and he's a kind of an entrepreneur in Chicago, he says there is going to be colonization, the moon, Mars, etc. So going back to what Alex said is that For the next generation, it is going to be survival. Mm
4: -hmm.
3: There are 7 billion people living on the planet right now. Do you know, let me just ask you this, how many bushels of corn can a typical farmer Harvest from an acre.
1: Hey, we'll ask the questions here, pal. Okay, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> we'll ask the questions yeah, with,
3: here. <laughs> yeah, is that I, with,
2: is that with an iron? But I, the, the, the iron reason the, the, the,
3: here's here's the reason why I'm saying mm, this sure. is that it's about it's 200 bushels right of corn from one acre. Do you know what it was a hundred years ago? Fifty. 50. All right. <laughs> oh dude. Whoa. 4 times in 100 years. Wait for the answer. I had it. Oh, you already yeah. had it. I'm sorry. <laughs> you had it. Well, yeah. the thing is this. Our crop yields well, are my this thing, This is all right? why how are we going to feed all of these people? Mm-hmm. Three meals so a day. It's three it square is going meals. To be, Plus it's, a little it's, snack.
0: They're going to have a snack probably. They're probably yeah. get have a snack.
1: Yeah. maybe two snacks. I mean, I, do, I eat dessert. I don't eat breakfast. So, that, so, that, yeah, okay, that's snacks. That's so that's good, good right? Well, helps I, the planet.
0: I was going to ask, when we go to Mars, will we be seen as liberators?
1: Sure. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I get to well, laugh at my own joke, but nobody <laughs> laughed at <them. laughs> Well, my son, his name is Davis Marklin. He lives in Chicago. His goal, long-term goal, is to start a company that is going to be kind of the Amazon logistics distributor company for Mars, he he has read several books about Mars. Okay, he's not a Martian, but he has he's um, on the ground floor with us. He's, Mars. he's on the was, ground floor, right, yeah. but he's he. I would say he's a Mars aficionado. I know. And I know. what he says is this: He said, "This is a once in a millennium opportunity mm-hmm. to create your own colony, your own government, mm-hmm. everything from scratch." But I think it would be simpler if we tried to solve the problems here on Earth.
1: I think that would be simpler than, yeah, colonizing a different planet. One would think so. I (laughs) I will say
0: this. My skepticism involves what you talked about earlier, which is 7 billion people turning into 10 billion people. The the biggest variable that's out there is brain power, right? Brain power solves a lot of things. And so generation Y and Z here are gonna solve a lot of these problems
3: that seem insurmountable to us right now. I am one of the most optimistic people whom you will meet. And working with the the students, the millennial students, I am really impressed. Hmm. One of the things that they have learned that, and I am a, a baby boomer right smack in the middle, 1956, baby boomers, 1946 to 64, 76 million, although we've lost about four or five million now. You know, because they're getting old and die. Right. But the the ba- <laughs> you know, we kind of, the, what? We kind of figured I, that. I made out. it, <laughs> to, a, I made it <laughs> to another year today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're, we're, thank, we're, you, we're, thank you, thank you, very much. I mean, every day we're, we're aware they didn't go to Mars. All right. Yeah. Every day we're losing baby boomers, right? Because they're getting old. They
0: every day we're losing know, X number of World War II soldiers, right? Right. Right. We
3: gotta
1: fix it. What's going on? Why are we killing all these people? That's what we should be focusing on. Forget about this Mars. 10,000 of them dying a day. Again,
3: again, I truly believe it's It's, going to be easier to fix our problems on Earth, (laughs) no matter how insurmountable they appear, than to colonize Mars. I truly believe
1: that. Yeah, I agree. The problem is, uh, well, of course, that we have to have a a good majority of the planet actually agreeing on this. Think about colonizing Mars, and now the 7 billion people on this planet have to actually agree – how is that going to work out there? I mean, I find it uh, interesting to think we can't even desalinate water yet, but we're going to go colonize Mars. So that's a little
3: bit interesting. That, that is um, actually, Jim, a very oh. astute point. I would describe <laughs> that insight. That would be perspicacious. I'm a nascent etymologist. And perspicacious literally means mm-hmm. to see through. He sees through the clutter. The core, right? I mean, that's new perspicacious. The no fluff. I'm a no fluff kind of guy. In other words, <laughs> he's smarter than he looks. He's, he's smarter than all. He's
0: smarter than I mean, all of us yeah, here. You know. I mean, because <laughs> he doesn't look look at him, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. you weren't picking that up before you got it. Yeah, I mean, no, <laughs> when no, you walked does. in, I no. saw the skepticism and. <laughs> right. Yeah. How are we getting into here, like,
1: a, kind of scratching the head. No, kind of yeah. yeah. This guy. Yeah. What about the moon?
0: <laughs>
3: is it, what is the grab? Is the gravity moon? You're like half the weight or something like that? No, it's one. Isn't a one sixth? Yes. By, by the way, one of the things you should never say to a woman. No. Go ahead. <laughs> <All right>. oh. <laughs> you should never say zero gravity. When you're out in space, you say microgravity.
0: Likewise, you should never say Coke Zero. Right.
3: Right. Right. You should, you should never. And then, I'm looking for Rich's reaction here. He's, well, well, actually, <laughs> but, but, but you know what they do, though, is this. You, cold have cold. To, you have to look at the USDA rules for rounding. Okay.
1: So they should really be saying Coke rounded to zero.
3: Right. When they write these rules, they'll say something like, if it's less than 0.05 calories, you can round it down to zero. Um,
0: I was thinking about the generation. They've got all these different generations, right? The greatest generation. That's a little... Is that
1: me? That's a little... That's, that was me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that's uh, the, the generation for World War II. After the Greatest Generation, you got the Silent Generation. You don't hear much about them. No. <laughs> <They're> just... <laughs> and, and then you right. got the Baby Boom of what you re- what you referred to. And then they went with this Gen X, Gen Y, Gen Z. Why? Why did just they gave pick, up with the Why didn't they pick a letter <laughs> higher in the alphabet?
1: No. Start with Q or something. They didn't. They didn't think of that. Yeah. You got to
0: go, go with a letter that's cool. And cool letters are ones that don't get used so, off. So right, Q, right. X Y Z Q. Q. Yep. E is not cool in, in no. any context. Alex, give me your top five cool letters.
2: M-M-X. <laughs> M-M-X,
0: yeah. P-
1: P. P-P-P-O-T.
0: Do you or have you ever felt left out because you don't have a vowel in your last name? No, have you ever actually. been made fun of for not Yeah, having I mean, do people... Oh, Mr. Uh, yeah. Mr. Mr. Can I buy a, a vowel? Mr. Loy. Oh,
2: people call me Mr. Wynn. It's a no-win situation. Yeah, it's a no-win situation.
1: I think, is it... It's it's yeah, actually no, an abbreviation. A, word,
2: yeah. a lot yeah. of people they they say that you're missing a vowel. Oh,
1: wait, wait for it's what? A abbreviation it stands for a nice guy. Oh! <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> so so call him Mister Nice Guy. Yeah. Mister Nice. N G
0: yeah. is what type of name? It's uh, it's Chinese, Chinese or it's a
2: Chinese ancestry.
0: Yeah, Does it so. mean Smith or something or? <laughs> is it anything Oh gosh you guys are
2: ah, I
1: hey, hey, know Alex, what it means it's it's your name. It's your name. Definition Hey how no, no, I many Do we have to go as, to
0: ancestry.com
2: for all your listeners and someone will probably know this uh, someone tried to explain it to me once probably my my dad and Good guess. apparently it's the same as woo NG like, so, is the same as, woo? like, like, woohoo. Like, woohoo. Yeah, but, but then, so Here comes the nice
1: guy. There's different games, like, mm, 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 That's actually how it's supposed to be pronounced. In, yeah, in, like oh, yeah. he's doing it right. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Mm. Right. Yeah. Chris. Well, I don't know. Come on. <laughs> I'm precapacious. <I'm> per- <laughs> <No>, perspicacious. <laughs> <What> a, perspicacious.
0: Now, you said Chinese. Yes. <laughs> how many generations <laughs> back do we got to go to Chinese relatives? Another one.
2: It depends on who you talk to, but I'm anywhere between... I'm talking to you. Between... I... No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm so... not going to talk to anybody <laughs> <Yeah>. else <tonight. laughs> Sounds good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Chris, Chris don't ask four? me that question? <laughs> Have you been to China?
2: Um, as a tourist. Do you speak Chinese? No. Okay. Which is kind of interesting because my wife, um, Carol, does speak or some. So when we went to China, she was the hero. Oh, sure. People would look at me, and they'd say something to me, I don't speak in Chinese, and they'd She'd say something. <gasps> Everyone would gather <laughs> is she, is around she, and start pointing and smiling. Is she Chinese? Yeah, and then but no, no. no I don't don't think, yeah, I think that's. Oh uh, yeah, that's I guess point, that was kind of. Right? A she's point, not right? Chinese. Yeah. yeah, right. And then people would look at me and they don't believe that. I Let me stop. Speak
0: Jim, Kennedy. could you tell the story? It'd be better if you told
2: it. So, All
1: right. Uh, yeah. So we're in China. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> no, he's in China with his wife, I mean, I mean, who's yeah, not well, Chinese.
0: Not with my wife. He appears to be Chinese. They were frustrated.
1: They to his wife, who is who is not Chinese, and she started speaking like the translator. She a crowd gathered around. Yep. And they started lifting her up and saying "ing <laughs> ing <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that, and, and off you went. With yeah. Yeah. yeah, see, yeah. Jim so. Jim
2: tells
0: a better story That's than I do. Ex- he does. One, one,
2: very perspicacious.
3: Perspicacious. perspicacious to see through. Yes. Perspicacious. And the noun yeah. version would be perspicacity.
1: <laughs> perspicacity, huh? Isn't that from uh, Mary Poppins? Yeah. Wasn't there yeah,
3: something yeah. about that? <laughs>
0: So, yeah, uh, you know, I asked about the, the, uh, the positives, and that's really what I want to emphasize about Generation Y and about uh, Generation Z. What about, and I don't want to dwell on this, but uh, where do you see the next generation going wrong that they should maybe listen to their elders a little bit more?
1: Get off their phones. Yeah. yeah.
3: I think they need to do more analog, multisensorial activities.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree. As the perspicacious point, yeah. I, I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs>
3: well, I'm sure,
0: they would agree if they knew what the hell you were talking about.
3: <laughs> well, well I, I think if you look back at the most pleasant experiences in your life, they were multi sensorial. Mm-hmm. Okay. I pull out my phone and I can feel it, yeah, but it's mostly visual. Mm-hmm. Maybe sometimes I, I can hear something. Mm-hmm. Now, you compare that to a woodworker. You're in a woodworking shop. A
1: glassmaker, like, maybe, too. Glass or the
3: glassmaker. Yeah, or yeah. bows.
1: Right. Making
2: a bow. You're a bow. Yeah, right. Yeah, making swords. Right. Oh,
3: making swords. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. But I'll talk about woodworking because that's really, I came of age in a, In the carpenter shop, in the woodworker shop. Okay. I really. did don't want to hear about that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm assuming it was locked and nobody else was there. It was. It was, and And, we weren't
3: violating any laws. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, this is PG. I don't want to hear about what happened in the woodworking shop (laughs) that apparently you've got fundamentals. memories of. But when you when when you are cutting a piece of wood, and just this morning I was using a table saw at the university because I do my own artwork, and when you're pushing it through, obviously you're using your sight. Mm-hmm. But you're also the sense of uh, sound is very important because if you hear mm-hmm. a different sound, it may <laughs> indicate that you hit there's, there's going to be kickback. Mm-hmm. So that's very oh, important. Yeah. But not only that is you can smell the wood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when 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 you cut like a piece of wood, what you're doing is you're opening up all of those pores of the wood, and you're smelling it.
1: I feel like I'm coming of age.
3: (laughs) Right. But but we're not done yet because you can taste it too. Because those particles of sawdust become impregnated into the air and you can taste a little bit on your lips. This is very sensual. Yeah. Oh, it absolutely, absolutely. is. Yeah. And that, that, that is that that is the that's the motherlode. I'm there in the world the, I'm there in the shop right now. Right, right. as he's telling yeah, the story. That, that's I, that's, my that's mind. the motherlode of yeah. sensorial acts. I
1: can't wait to get home and fire up my handsaw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and
3: it's, what's really cool is when you cut your thumb
1: off. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's part of the sensors. <laughs> yes, exactly. sensors, the the Multisensorial, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was
0: thinking we've got the professors here. <laughs> I'm, I think we're going to call this episode the professors. The professors, sure. The professors and Marianne. And Marianne. Ah. <laughs> um, the, uh, profe- in, in Gilligan's Island the professor what was he professor of? Anybody? What he, oh, he, see see the thing knows.
3: is he, he was well actually he was kind of a, well, actually, yeah. He, yeah. a general he, practitioner he was, there's no person who could ever have the knowledge base that he did that breadth and depth of knowledge
2: as you, the
1: professor? Yeah. I don't think so.
3: I don't think so. That's see, why they call see, him- See, we both agree yeah, here. Yeah.
1: That's why they call him the professor. Yeah, it's like right. the Ohio State University, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, yeah, yeah. The he, professor. He, that's
3: right. He is called the, the professor and Marianne. Yeah. And see, and it's yeah. the difference between the definite article, the, mm-hmm. and the indefinite well, article, A. Yes. That's, right. You know, as we wrap up the first half of our
0: interview here, is there any commonly scientific belief- that you would like to either debunk or rebunk, because uh, I've got one. I, here's another thing I want to debunk. Yeah, people will talk about when they get in car accidents that, like the drunk driver, he's nice and relaxed oh, right. and loose and doesn't get injured, but the person that braces Hits, themselves, yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. gets injured. Whenever you're in a plane, or whenever you hear about uh, a plane crash right. on TV or in the movies, the pilot doesn't say get loose for impact he says brace for impact right maybe that's the problem they don't say get loose so, you want to be braced uh, for impact i
1: mean that's, brace that definitely be the problem that don't might be why loose. we have so many deaths in airplane yeah. crashes
3: you know what <laughs> right that is the second perspicacious Pers- yeah. yeah insight
0: there is that thought that people think well he didn't know it was coming, therefore he could be loose but famously harry houdini died because he wasn't braced for impact
3: right yeah he was hit in the stomach right when he
0: wasn't ready some guy caught him off guard and hit him so to end the first half of the podcast i just want to say to our listeners brace for impact it's the bait and switch podcast
1: welcome back to the bait and switch podcast today we're here with alex ing and richard w markland jr Welcome, gentlemen. Of course, Chris, my co-host, as always, is here too.
0: Yep. And again, uh, if you haven't not listened to the first half of this interview, they are both professors at uh, Marquette University here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin.
1: And maybe you should just go back and listen to the other one and hear all the other stuff. You don't have to be snotty at. about it. Well, I right? should be snotty <laughs> about it. Testy. Well, <laughs> so, well a little bit. coming I'm back, little, back from the break. Look, I mean, these people frustrate me sometimes. We get, you know, we These people about- our guests. Or our well, listeners. these two, but we'll get to them in a minute. I mean, <laughs> you know, our listeners, you know, we talk about how the first half of the episodes get yep. more downloads than the second half, and the second half is usually better. Oftentimes, yeah. It's a little frustrating sometimes. I, I share your frustration. Yeah. So, anyway, on that note. Yeah, well,
0: we're going to talk to Rich uh, Richard here. <clears throat> yep. When I met Rich, uh, I met him through a friend, and somehow uh, Rich's uh, artwork came up. Rich, the thing that he showed me on his phone is pictures of luggage that he had hand-painted, and they were really elaborate and really kind of cool.
1: Okay, when you say luggage that he had painted, do you mean he painted on the luggage or he painted a picture of luggage? Uh, We will find out right
0: now. Okay. Richard, uh, what is the answer? He's going to bring up pictures here for Jim.
1: As you can all see here. Yeah.
3: Well, it's actually, oh, I deleted them from my... My phone. I Good apologize. Good going, Rich. I apologize. This is I apologize. Come on. Be ready. Okay. For- all right. Well, okay, well so, let's so move let me, on. All right. Okay. So, so okay, let me, Alex. Okay. So that, 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 let me put this all in perspective. So in October, my wife and I, we went to Albuquerque. So what do I do? I bring a deep charcoal black piece of luggage. Right? Which sure.
0: most people have.
3: Yeah. Right. Almost everybody has. Yeah, all right. Okay. Yeah. So when the luggage came out from the carousel, I couldn't find it. right? And so you know what I said to myself? Oh, I have a feeling. I, I have what, a, what, I, what's your feeling? You said... Uh, I need to alter my luggage in some way so that it stands out more. Absolutely.
1: I th- oh, I you, thought, you read my mind. See, I thought you said, where is my luggage? I thought oh, no. was what you said to myself. <laughs> well, that was the <laughs> first one <laughs> That right. was the first <laughs> the second. No, no. no. Actually, <laughs>
3: I said, I told my wife, I said, you know what? I'm going to paint this luggage. So what I did is I actually painted it with the Southwest theme and I wish I had the image here now. Me too. But, but, but the, anyway. Now you have, you have a background in art. Yeah, yes. I, I have to go back actually about 50 years, oh, 60 years. We don't have that
0: much time. Okay. All right. Okay.
3: Um, my passion has always been the visual arts. And so now I'm at the, after I've had a successful career in engineering and promoted and all of that stuff is now I'm going back to the visual arts. And I really started it five years ago. And here's the story. We have professors who retire mm-hmm. because you have to rotate the crop, right? You don't Correct. want the same crops in there, they get stale and. Watch
2: what you're saying, Rich.
3: You know, and so what happens is, what why did you look five- at Alex when you said rotate? <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, no.
1: and, and, and stale. <laughs> and he's stale. <laughs> definitely like stared at stale. I, 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 I didn't he say he, he kind smelled. Of, he, he I kind mean, mean mugged him <laughs> actually.
3: Kind <laughs> <laughs> of stare down here. Yeah, right. Okay, and so five years ago, we had this wonderful professor who had been in academia for fifty years. Wow. Typically at retirements, you know, for a faculty member, the department gives the faculty member like a little watch or maybe not even a watch, like a little clock. Sure. And I said, he deserves more than a little clock. Right. So here's what I, Smart I said. Smart
1: watch. Fitbit.
3: Better no. Than better, a, better than a Fitbit. No, a portrait. So I did this portrait and. Looking back, and since then, I've done 38 more in the last oh. five years. Oh, wow.
1: So, so that was your first? That was my first. So, okay. these
3: are okay. all okay. of people that have oh, think These are all people I know. Each one of them is a gift, and it's also a surprise. It's also- after 38 of them, it might not be a surprise anymore. <laughs> 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 well, oh, I should have mentioned it was 38 different people. Okay. Just, uh, just yeah. so Alex
0: knows about his potential employment opportunities.
3: Yes. Have you started his portrait already? Well, <laughs> it is interesting. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very interesting. This is very interesting. Here's what I do. But it has
2: to be a surprise. Yeah. It's got to <laughs> be a surprise. See, but Not here's, after tonight,
3: here's, here's what I do. And don't tell anybody this, okay?
1: Right. Keep <laughs> quiet, <laughs> Alex.
3: I have a list, a queue, and in my basement I have actually 10 portraits already done, but these people haven't retired yet. Yeah. So you they're were... sitting in my basement mm-hmm. going stale. Just waiting. Going stale. Like just the just people. Like stale. Just <laughs> like the people themselves. Yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's a that.
0: Just like the Your basement wall is like one of those. In a movie where they it's got like the creepy the creepy yeah, guy, right. and you got portraits He's of all these portraits people. Of yeah. people we work and if with. the police ever walk <laughs> yeah. in, they're gonna right. wonder what's they, going they, on. They, so they, they really
3: are because I've got right now in my basement uh, eight, heads, eight, <laughs> eight heads, eight heads. <laughs> and to, how uh, many
2: of my my these people have died? Renderings. Well,
3: actually, uh, well, one that one. Oh, yeah. creepy! One,
0: yeah. Are you doing a self-portrait? And are you going to no, surprise yourself with that? No, actually,
3: no. That is, you know, the people have asked me that. No, it's, 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 you know, what I like to do is to do a portrait, a cubist portrait, but make it look naturalistic in which one can see several views of the head, including the back simultaneously. Isn't that what cubism is? That, 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 that's what cubism is. Yeah. Oh, so, I thought, but oh not so, so not a, not yeah, a will
2: static be complete. view that's broken up into a cubist no, manner, no, no, but rather no, 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 eight no. different views
3: of the... It, it, of yeah, the, like, like like you, oh, you know, no, like it. you and I, I, I would know. have a frontal, a three-quarter, sure. no, 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 I, then I would have a behind, and then maybe like so Chris, how's above and top. Oh,
2: isn't that what cubist
3: is? It, <laughs> it, it is, yeah. yeah, yeah, but I'm not going to break the head up, though.
0: Alex, now you are in exercise physiology. That's correct. One thing I hear, now this is maybe more of an engineering type question, but I hear when people say, They get an idea. They say a light goes off in their head or a light goes on in their head. Which is it?
1: Yeah, right. Ooh,
0: I think
2: the light would have to go on. But Is that going from darkness into
0: light? Have you not heard people say, oh, the light went off? Yeah.
2: Why do they say that?
0: Maybe it has to do with with something going
2: off. It's like a flash cube going off. Mm -hmm. So there's a flash of light Mm -hmm. and then then it stops. So I I, think it's referring mm -hmm. to the flash bulb.
0: Well, anyway, I wanted to get a little bit into (laughs) diet, exercise, and that. Type of but you, you're
1: just abandoning the fly, the light went
0: off, light went on. Uh, well, the light went off my head that the cubism thing was going nowhere. And it's kind of <laughs> I, I, I
1: thought that <laughs> it was off, cool. You know, that's a problem. It often. went on, it went
0: off. But something about cubism. Yeah, but I <laughs> so uh, yeah we know different people. I've got a friend of mine that's a uh, food scientist, and he quit to take a position in macadamia, and he works for planters now. And uh, so my question is this:
1: Wait
0: a minute, macadamia nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh! They're 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 high, they're very high in fats, right? Okay. But it's a good fat. When it comes to cholesterol, they talk about good cholesterol and bad cholesterol. Is it good cholesterol and misunderstood cholesterol? That's what I like to think. Right.
2: Is good cholesterol a misunderstood is, cholesterol? It should yes. Yes. It is not bad. Is, is, is it
1: yeah. yeah, right. Is no, it no, giving it's good. cholesterol a kind of a a, a bad self image? No.
0: Where does bad cholesterol go astray? Does it hang out with the, the wrong lipoproteins? <laughs> what what how does a cholesterol that is seemingly well-raised... They're, they're, well they're not very right. smart. They're not very well, dense. Well-meaning. Well, you know, they're
1: they're very, dense.
2: very... Yeah.
0: Okay. And they're easily influenced by other molecules. Yeah. It yeah. Make, makes sense to me. Followers. Yeah. You're the right person to ask about this. Now, again, I'm tying this into diet and whatnot. Mm. Tart therapies. You've heard tart cherries, right? Yeah. I no, what is it?
2: They're high in antioxidants yeah. or uh, something. You know,
0: the, the, newest, the newest superfood, there's always something new in right. Cherries. They talk about tart. Thing mm-hmm. is, is what I'm doing, and maybe this is an adjunct to that, but I'm eating a lot of sweet tarts. I don't know now
1: <laughs> no, I uh now superfood. That is a
0: superfood. Let me say there this. There you go. I, I gotta be careful because I'm eating them like candy. But I think they're helping. <laughs> uh what do you have to say about you know tart therapies? what, what makes something tart? Oh, that goes back to the senses. That's
2: a multi sensorial question.
0: Yeah. Because it's taking
2: off his jacket for this do, one. Yeah, this is yeah, that's right. It's I'm rolling serious. rolling up the sleeves. <laughs> it's probably the <laughs> smell of the cherry. Uh-huh. And it's the taste, it's the uh-huh. stimulation of the particular taste buds mm-hmm. that allows you to interpret it as tart.
0: What's with this thing? I see this ad on Panera where they talk about clean food. Have you seen that? As a, well, was, opposed
1: what, to a dirty food? That's yeah, like, no, th- well, our food has no listeria, E. coli. Have like, you we wash it. It's clean.
0: Have you seen that in ads where they refer to food as, you know,
1: come here because we have clean I've food? I've never heard of that. Shouldn't you be able to go into a restaurant with the assumption that that is they're clean. going to, to feed you clean food? One would think that's so. What what I I I see. See. Yeah.
0: The thing about, like, Panera and places like that, mm-hmm. they give you those little table tent things with numbers on it.
1: Yeah. Right? right.
0: They kind of look like uh, when there's like a crime scene and they got the shell casings. They do. Yes.
1: yes. Yeah. That's a good point. Yes. Yeah.
0: And so what I like to do is when I'm at a crime scene, I sneak past the police tape and I grab one of those numbers and I say, now serving number 23. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and the, the police, yeah. they don't take kindly to that. No, they
1: don't. <laughs> Especially when I slide in behind and drop a little plate of food next to yeah, it, it's... you know, and just <laughs> set it down there for them. Yeah, That's I, for uh, sure. Yeah, well,
0: There's been some type of murder. You need levity at that point. You need...
1: Yeah. If, if not then, when?
0: Yeah, when? You when know? are you going to do it? Yeah. The police tape, does that have more than one use? Is it just good for cordoning off areas, or is it good for like painter's tape? Can you? Is there multiple uses for
3: police tape? Well, here's <laughs> an idea for the police tape. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Criminals can use that when they have a, a hostage and they want to tape them up. Yeah. They can sure. tape them up with police, police tape. Police It's a crime scene. Crime do not scene, enter, they or,
1: or they can wrap themselves up in in crime tape and do yeah. not touch crime scene, right? And they can just walk right out. <laughs> yeah, it's right. perfect. That's right. That, yeah. yeah, crime scene. Sorry, Don't touch. <laughs> coming through. <laughs> that
0: police tape, but when you see it in your neighborhood or in your backyard, that's never a good sign, is it? Uh, it's
2: usually not a good sign.
0: There was there hmm. was a time when uh, out in front of my business here, there was police tape, and I walked out of my business to see what was going on. And I was immediately invading.
1: In, in the crime yeah, scene? I was immediately in the <gasps> crime scene.
0: No. And the guy looked at me like, get back. I'm like, hold on. I just walked out the door. <laughs> I just got this tray
1: of food. I was just... <laughs> is it clean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh,
0: what is the most serious crime that's happened in a close proximity to you? Uh, just across the street from me here, about 10, 12 <clears throat> years ago, some guy walked into what was a tropical fish store. The owner knew right away that these people were up to no good. The owner of the fish store underneath the counter had his hand on the gun because he knew something was up. Well, this guy walked up to the owner of the fish store and the guy took out his gun, the criminal pointed right mm-hmm. at the guy's head. And in an instant, the store owner put out his gun and shot him right in the chest. Really? Point oh blank. Gosh. Point blank. And the kid who was 15, 16, 18, whatever he was, staggered out the store, went up the block and he lived. But that was a day where all of a sudden there was like, 50 police cars out in front of my business in a matter of 30 seconds.
1: Wow. wow. So,
0: so what is the biggest crime that's happened in your proximity, Alex?
2: Well, interestingly enough, I was with my son at the radio shack right across the street from there. Yeah. And while we were there, there was a robbery taking place.
1: Wow. Yeah. I mean,
2: you
0: were you were in there? Did yeah, somebody... we were in there. It
2: wasn't armed or anything, but, you know, um, we're trying to buy something. Next thing we know... There's a couple security guys wrestling this guy
0: on the ground. Was it like a shoplifting thing or something? Uh, probably. Yeah. 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 So what about you, uh Richard? Uh, have you been involved in a crime or a crime scene or
1: uh, <laughs> this, is, this is an odd segment <laughs> topic?
3: I can't remember. I mean there have been some traumatic experiences. I was uh because I six, seven months of the year I Bicycle back and forth to Marquette. And two and a half years ago, I was hit by a car. Oh, geez. I was T-boned by a car. Wow. Oh, oh it too. was bad. Whew. Oh, I almost wow. died. Yep. That helmet saved my life. That two wow. inches is a foam. Yeah. I did not make the best decision. I was riding home late at nine o'clock at night mm-hmm. in September. With the light? It's kind of I had lots of lights. Okay. I, I had six, seven lights on my okay. bike, plus my helmet. And, you know, when you ride your bicycle, you always try to get acknowledgement, you know, from the drivers, but this particular person had a dark window. And the guy was, had sat in this car for like 40 seconds at a, an intersection. Revving. (laughs) And, and and there was no traffic. Mm -hmm. Well, what happened is I said, and I got closer, I said, well, I think I'm going to, to ride in front of him. And I did. Let me just stop you there. Do you narrate your life? You said you, you
1: said this out loud.
3: So, <laughs> I said, Well, I'm going to go in
1: front of him. I was okay, making a Richard? joke about how you <laughs> said. Oh, that said, is funny. Yeah. That is f- yeah. you
3: know, you actually you're quite humorous. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever think of doing something? I, you, know? <laughs> you know, maybe you could have a pot show or yeah, something. Like show. So anyway. <laughs> right. And so I went through and then when something happens very traumatic, time slows down. Right. I like this story. I mean, time is... Yeah. Really <laughs> it feels like it's been about a year. This story. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so and, and,
0: so... and the one about the Cubist thing. <laughs> <laughs> that,
3: I mean... I 12 years off of my life. Yeah. yeah. It, uh, so I, yeah. I, I passed I the car mother, halfway, and then as I passed half of the grill of the car, and I thought, Uh-oh. I'm going to get hit. Yeah. And boom! He hit me in the rear, and I flew off 12 feet into the street. Mm. Fortunately the cart he was kind. The driver did not run me over. He drove around me and left. Thank God I was wearing a helmet. We've had a couple of tumbles
0: in our biking group, but nothing too. So we've had a couple of broken collarbones and
3: I have a
2: full blown what are those um packing materials where you can pop them?
0: Packing peanuts yeah. or packing yeah. peanuts have
2: a full blown yeah. Tosa spokesman suit made for me, full of packing peanuts, full of packing to protect me from running into those giant posts on the bike path. There was
0: one guy. That was you. Lamppost, that was me. That, that was you. Very, it was the the almost the
2: exact same situation where I just slammed into one of those. Your, steel you went posts. chest
0: first into a steel chest post. Chest
2: first. It's on my. The jersey's still stained. Did you break any bones in that? No. Apparently, I wherever I hit was just in between. Ribs and spleens and look, I just I, I just lucked
0: out. <laughs> do, uh, hold on, this is something I want to explore with you. You have multiple spleens.
2: Well, <laughs> oh, sometimes I carry a spare.
0: Uh, you carry um, a spare yeah, spleen. just in case.
1: Sure, sure. It doesn't do a whole lot, does yeah. it? No,
2: well, yeah. you
1: can live without your spleen. Yeah, and your appendix and your gallbladder. Yeah, you can, all those tonsils. With one teeth. kidney, wisdom teeth. Yeah, know? look
3: at all the things you can live without.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. I like to pare down my life.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I need to get rid of some body parts.
2: Yeah. yeah.
3: Live simple.
0: <laughs> Pardon me. I, um, I'm i getting over a cold. I, um, What happens in the winter, I'll get a cold, and then uh, it irritates my throat, and then the dry winter air, and then post-nasal drip, and I'll get this cough that'll last forever. And I've been coughing now for about five, six weeks, and it's driving me nuts. Yeah, I don't know. Do you guys have similar problems like
3: that or no? No, yeah. no. Dry skin. Yeah, you sometimes get. Uh, <laughs> sometimes oh, no, I, I, I get dry skin, but lips. you know what the best thing to do for dry skin is? You can buy on Amazon Shea butter. <laughs> it's it's a nut from Africa, and what you want to do is you you want to get the raw crude. Unrefined, unadulterated, adult, unadulterated, organic, no, is no processing, and <laughs> and what you do is you get these tubs and you rub it in your hands, and then what I do is I put sure. my non-latex gloves over it, mm-hmm. and so oh. so it doesn't evaporate. Let's back up. You're married, right? What? You're married, right? Yeah. Just <laughs> kidding. Like
0: I, I just picture you know just <laughs> yeah, wife having right. to deal with this guy with <laughs> with dish gloves on and shea butter all over his body. Yeah, yeah that's this right. Four yeah, well, I don't know. Go on. Well, no, all it's right.
3: no, no. They're remember, but they're non-latex gloves. They're not vinyl. Maybe, yeah. So oh, you okay. don't have yeah, that fetish. All right. Go yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know she may have a latex. Yeah, you don't know, That, her that her. you don't know so, about. You never know? <laughs> after, after how many years? Of, right. You never know. You learn yeah. something. And what happens is so, but they're not. But they're not reusable. They're disposable, which I feel a little guilty about. So in the morning, I take my gloves off, but my hands are so nice and supple and soft. I have not had any cracks this winter.
0: Mm-hmm. So. I
3: tell you, th- that when that happens, and thank God I
0: don't have that this winter, but you take that thumb with that crack in it and you accidentally bump it against the oh, door. Oh, does that oh, hurt? My God, oh, God,
3: it, it, it hurts. It'd be like,
0: it'd be like uh, waterboarding. I I'm mean, I, it
1: is. And what, what happens then is you realize. How often that part of your body is actually bumping, bumping into now, things, which you never realize. Like, your, let's say your ring finger—you get a paper cut or something on it. You can't believe the amount of times you hit that ring finger every day, and you right. never notice it without that stupid right. thing. Is, so you is. should be grateful now you know how often your thumb is banged shea, around. Shea
3: butter and vinyl vinyl gloves. Yeah. My daughter has a very bad problem with dry skin. She uses uh, reusable cotton gloves. And she says it's better, but I don't know the mind. But she works. wants, she's going to
0: be on this planet longer. You don't care. You're thinking brain power of the, <laughs> the Generation Z is going to solve what I'm doing to it. Yeah. So, yeah, so when
1: you snap those gloves off at night, you say, Oh, figure this one out? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> huh? Well, solve that's this a, problem, millennials. <laughs> there you go. Quit Take on. another latex glove. No, you, know, you talk about
0: desalinating seawater. Another big thing is. Is who's gonna come up with the the first practical thing to break down plastic, right? Because it's not going away. Right. And and
3: also maybe you can get some energy out of it. I know this may sound a little nerdy, but I keep coming back to the first two laws of thermodynamics. Don't we all? Yeah, I I know. I mean it's like energy, it cannot be created nor destroyed. You're not generating energy, you're just taking energy from one form and putting it to another. So there's energy in that plastic. Everything, there's energy everywhere. Yep. You're looking at Alex when you're saying that.
1: Scale <laughs> <laughs> old Alex. Yeah. That's what I remember. I look I just at Alex. remember that. I see.
3: He's dynamic. Look at him. He's, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, he's full of energy. Yeah. He's, right. full yeah, of he's
0: ready out. to combust. Yeah. <laughs> yes. uh, we talk about... Uh, we're talking you're, – you're big into – now, what do you do exactly with this exercise physiology? <laughs> what the hell do you do? That's a good
2: question. It's like <laughs> you're big I into think about something.
0: bankers, so, people so, in finance.
2: What do you actually
0: do all day? So, what are they thinking about me? What so are, are you – you're you're conducting experiments? I have,
2: I have a research lab and I teach. Okay. So – And
0: you teach – what course do you teach?
2: Oh, I teach a – what we call a systems physiology course um, and – for, which is a graduate student course. Mm-hmm. And then I also teach a uh, new course, new for me, called Advanced Exercise Physiology. And these As are students, students that are really going to go into... These are students that could be either pre-med, pre-physical therapy, pre-chiropractor, mm-hmm. pre-nursing, public health. Uh, maybe someone wants to work in adult fitness and wellness. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they want to be pre-OT. So pre-clinical
0: professions... Public health, uh fitness, wellness. We're going to uh we're getting closer to wrapping up the second half here. This is oh. the part of the show where I oh. want to do plugs. I'm gonna to go to Rich. He's looking up in the All sky. Right. Okay, Rich, what do you All like right. to plug? All right.
3: Steam. Steam. Science, Steam technology, up. engineering, art, huh? and math. There you go. That's when I won the plug. Not no. STEM, but Steam. Not STEM, right. Steam. Right. Steam because because because, gotcha. because we're putting the visual arts in there. He's I think some I got else.
0: something for Alex. He's still no, looking you know, in the sky. No, but no, 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 How about, are, how I, about I, steampunk?
2: Yeah,
1: this is no, 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 for, for physiology. He's been promoting I mean, that.
2: He's been promoting yeah.
1: steampunk all yeah. that long. Yeah, really, really. I
2: mean, um the easy and very accurate answer would be to plug Marquette because as a liberal arts college, we really do emphasize both the science. And the humanities, and not to steal any of uh, Rich's um, thunder, so to speak, but I, I firmly believe that. And, and I think that to a certain extent, you've, the two of us together are very much in line. We want to like use STEM as our reference. What better way to promote it or to make people better at it than also expose them to music, art, theater? dance.
0: And of course, music is very mathematical. Absolutely. Right? Of course. You look at it's, all the it's great... It's basically en- You look
2: at engineers, look at the physicists, look at a lot of doctors. They're all not just dabbling in music. They're very, very good amateur
0: musicians. At the risk of extending my editing, I'll ask one last question. There might be a little bit of a college pushback where people might say, hey, maybe college isn't for everybody. What do you have to say to that? Is that a thing or not a thing? So
2: let me First, say yes, I think that college is probably not for everybody. Um, but my pushback is for the people who look at college as a vocational school. Mm-hmm. And I am absolutely against that. Um, I believe, philosophically, and for some of the reasons that we briefly touched on, we need to be well rounded in order to function mm-hmm. um, in this society. And in order to create beneficial change. Be a critical thinker as opposed yeah, to, to you be know. a critical thinker
3: and to contribute. My my response is college is definitely not for everyone. And that people, whether they go into college or they go into the trades, every one of those paths is honorable and noble. What I think is really unfortunate is that the blue-collar trades in which people do physical work and they do carpentry and plumbing and like, masonry and electrical work. Unfortunately, in our society is that we malign them, but we depend upon them, and and that really bothers me. Well, you know, Jesus was a HVAC guy, wasn't he?
0: I think it's a no, expert. no, it's no he was a, carpenter. Sorry, yeah, yeah, I, 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 like, I thought he, he, well, he, <laughs> he was an HVAC.
3: he was confused. They didn't an electrician. I was It was electrician. I thought HVAC. I thought it was the HVAC. I thought, no, no, he, I, no, the I, no I, thought, team I I team think was he was an electric utility worker. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. but he yeah. was in the trades. He was in the trades. He was in the And you and it's and it's so the culinary arts too. He and so he took the bread, made it for like a hundred. So everybody, everybody plays a role. In this kaleidoscope that we call life. Wow! This hold on. Let me just say this: you have
0: really wrapped up this, this <laughs> podcast. Talk about the kaleidoscope of life. I mean, we can't go any further
1: after that. No, it's hard. It's hard to top that one. Thanks, well, hey, Rich. Thanks a lot. <laughs> thanks, Rich. Yeah. Now we're done.
0: <laughs> well, hey, I I want to thank our two professors here tonight. Yeah, thanks, guys. This uh thank Alex, you for Alex, thank in. you. Of course, great. Thank yeah. you for coming by, and Richard, thank you for coming by as well. Well, one thing we always do. To wrap things up, as we count down, we go three, two, one, and then Jim puts in the music. The ending so music. So all, we have music. We're for gonna all concepts, say yeah. three, two, one together. Here we go. And three, three two, one.
1: one. Music. There we go.
0: Well, again, guys, thanks a lot for coming by. As always, a lot of fun. Alex, we'll see you out on the roads. Yes. Rich, we'll see you around somewhere, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, right. Thank you.
3: Thank you. Good night, everybody. It was fun. It was fun. I so, had never done this before. Wow.
1: Join us next time on the Bait and Switch podcast with our guest Jimmy Finley, who's always all in in his relationships.
0: pete has got a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, uh, are you currently involved, or is you still uh, playing the field? Yeah, just playing the field right now. Tiki's my woman right now, so it, I just always kind of feel like if, you know, if the right gal comes along, I, I will put in a good, honest effort,
3: and I'll see what happens. And
0: until then, you're not going to be honest. Nope, saying, no, right? hon- no right? honesty, no <laughs> effort
3: until yeah. <laughs>